Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Aiden. I'm Luke. And we have an entire week's worth of amazing games, nail-biting finishes, terrible kicks to talk about. We have another week to preview. We have a guy who I'm not going to say is in the pole position for the jersey bet, but let's just say I have a sizable lead with four games ahead of my friend Luke here. Let's get into it. Let's talk about the Thursday night game because this one we can kind of go over pretty quickly. The Bills absolutely codwalloped the Rams. Josh Allen looked like another level of human being. He was taking on like eight defenders at a time and laughing at them as they were like wrenching him to the da- to, uh, onto the ground. Um, Gabriel Davis looks just as much of a breakout star as he did last season at the end. Um, Stafford's arm is clearly an issue. Luke. We noticed that very quickly with the way his arm was hanging with the way his throws were sailing at times. And that's not to say he wasn't making good throws. He just certainly didn't look like the Matt Stafford that we've come to know from the NFC North. Um, go ahead and give me some of your takes. I'll say the bills beat the shit out of him 31 to 10. There were some um there were some good throws in there. Like he didn't look cooked, but watching watching the way uh their offense schemed it up and watching the way some of them looked, I mean, for it being week 1, it it it, it didn't look promising. Um but you know, it, I'm not going to sit here and overreact too hard about the the Rams as a whole, but certainly Certainly worried about Stafford's arm, and I don't, I don't yeah. know what the backup option is there. I wonder, like you know, like this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen for everybody. Like Jimmy G is gonna get talked about everywhere, including San Francisco. Um, but uh-huh. if something is to become of Stafford, and this isn't the Jimmy G, Jimmy G headline people are doing just yet, they're doing Dak, which we'll get to. But um, that's another call that might happen because, like. You know they're they're built to win while they have McVeigh and why they have Stafford and all this other stuff while they have Donald still like, um, they need to figure out a backup plan if it's as bad as I think it is. Um, it didn't if it's already soon. showing like it did in the first game, I have a hard time believing he's going to make it through the entire season without some kind of discussion, without some kind of talk surrounding that arm. Here's elbow. what I gotta say though: I won't, I I can't in good conscience, uh right off the Super Bowl champions after week one, after playing a very, very, very good Bills team. This Um, Bills team is another level right now. Truly remarkable. Let's talk about the fact. I was, while I was saying it reminded me of like when I went and saw Ohio State play Illinois and Terrell Pryor was galloping over people. Like that's how Josh Allen looked. Like it was, it was I'll never forget the play where he runs out of bounds and he was angling at Bonte Davis um, of retiring at halftime fame in the NFL, but it was Vontae Davis and him on the sideline, Terrell stiff arming him and Vontae dragging him down. And then they popped up and got in each other's face. And I was like, fuck yeah, prior. And he was only like a freshman. I think Um, it was wild. I think it's important to note that Jalen Ramsey got absolutely cooked by Stefan Diggs and company all night. He looked very bad. Cooper cup played his ass off, did what he could. Allen Robinson was largely a non-factor. There's been a lot of discussions about that. A lot same, of jokes to be made with about. Cam Akers too. Like yep. people. Cam Akers like... looked lost in some clips I saw on Twitter, which mm-hmm. called for, which caused him to be pulled for Henderson. Um, another thing I noticed specifically was 
how often and how hard Stafford was getting hit. And Von Miller, of course, looked like the same Von Miller we've come to know our whole, you know, most of our time watching football. He's been a staple in the league. But anywho, it's this one specific play where the line gets crashed in on and then Stafford gets hit badly, may or may not have been sacked. And then as the play ends, they're dragging Stafford up and then two offensive linemen are super slow to get up. And they just looked like they were getting beat to fuck all night by that Bills front. That Bills front was swatting passes to then intercept them and getting hits every single play. So I got. I think the Bills are looking great. I think they are just what people have been saying about Super Bowl contender. I think they're embodying that already. I mean, they look good to me. Scary Bills team for sure. I will not count the Rams out. Uh, we both picked Buffalo there, correct? Yep. All right. Um, Let me... Let me make sure I got these out. Yep, I got last week's picks here. Okay, so the next comes with the 12-time slot on Sunday, and this was a huge come-from-behind victory. I only got to see clips of it on Red Zone. This is the Saints beating the Falcons 27-26. to um, Did you catch any of this game? No, sir. I um, okay. I'm not. I'm not super good. I'm not the. Uh, I'm not the guy who watches Red Zone. I'm not. I was watching the Bears, and I was kind of just watching it in full. I I have a hard time watching multiple, so I just have to like kind of it's keep hard. up with highlights and shit. It's difficult, you know. What Sometimes I, mean? I can't. I've noticed it makes it harder for me to like truly watch the game I want to watch. Yeah, but, I gotta just kind of log into one. Um, I'll say what I've noticed because I did have Red Zone still pulled up. The Falcons came out very strong early in the game, and we're putting it to the Saints. And the Saints came back by largely buoyed by Michael Thomas, Olave, and Landry just like getting dimes from Jamie's to him. And just that's good to hear. You know, um, the Falcons played above expectations, in my opinion. I thought they'd be one of the like bottom five teams in the league, and they played very well early in the game against a good Saints team. So I got to give them respect for that. Um, next, we have the 49ers versus the Bears. And here's where things start to get interesting. Because if you recall, if you go back to last week and you and you listen to the words I say, I believe it was something to the tune of, I think that Trey Lance throws sporadically and his accuracy mid to short range can be an issue. I saw a Bears team that hustled, embodied the hits principle of Matt Eberflus, calm flus, and got a lot of hands on balls in the offseason. I thought two turnovers from Lance will be enough to put the Bears over the top. Now, what I didn't expect was a monsoon to hit Chicago, okay? And Trey Lance only turned it over once. He had an interception. However, Debo Samuel put one on the on the new Kentucky Bluegrass. He got peanut punched by Jalen Johnson. So the way this game went, the very beginning, in the first quarter, neither team scored, and the Bears looked like the same way they've looked the last couple of years with Matt Nagy. People were saying, what is this? Lugetsi's offense or Matt Nagy's offense? We're doing nothing. Our play calling is shit. The rain was very bad. There was puddles everywhere. It was like one of the worst playing surfaces I've ever seen in my life. And there was nothing that our offensive line could do to stop that pass rush. And I just felt bad for fields. Second quarter, the 49ers finally put a drive together after their other good one ended in a peanut punch from Debo. They got seven points. The Bears, they turn it over at one point on a really, really bad throw over the middle by Justin that looked terrible. And then we get into field goal range to end the half. 
our kicker has the the rookie punter who's the holder bring out like a gigantic towel and start blotting the fucking playing surface where the ball is going to be held and they called unsportsmanlike conduct 15 yard penalty knocks us out of field goal range i've never in my life seen this so instead of kicking unheard and of, going dude. fucking seven to three of. never never we putt but also like what kind of look i understand the thinking and i would what have kind never of bean bag brings a towel yes, onto the field and the starts thing. blotting the ground i would have never You're guessed a real like, bean bag i would have never guessed like that you'd get a penalty for that truly but at the same time like this is like I think maybe like other people are playing off those perks since Roger popularized it. You know what I mean? Like that's that's a I real. I guess so. Somebody went to Canada Canada with Chris Berman and is taking. Dude, they got a couple doodos. Those doodos. You know, there's hey, little eight percent Cody never never hurt anyone. I we know that. that. Now I know Chris we know Berman that. was like buzzing off codeine, and that makes that what? makes that makes the persona click so much harder. Because as a kid, I'm like. I mean, yeah, I, you get that energy as a kid because you have it, but as a grown up, it's like, oh, you got to be fucked up to be that to be that fun. Um, yeah, you you can't do it sober. It's gonna suck when you play unless that, you're like a psychopath. Well, I was gonna say when you play um, that when you play that clip back to me at my intervention and in like a few years, you're like, Luke, you said you can't as an adult be be fun if without if, being if, fucked what up is, what, is, <laughs> what does that mean like what do you think that's a no as a friend i let you down is what you're gonna be saying in a couple of years i thought we had fun and i didn't know that it wasn't me it was the drugs do you want to talk about like so you want to talk <laughs> about like fucking aiden can i finish you, the bears game <laughs> no dude. second half hits second half hits in a second half hits The monsoon has subsided. Whoop! The monsoon has calmed down. It's kind of a playable football game, though there are still puddles. You can see them jumping up from the ground every time someone runs. Um, However, what starts to happen is our defense starts harrying Trey Lance. He starts being erratic, like I said. He makes a couple good deep throws, which I think he's good at. He makes some plays with his legs but he's missing guys wide open. Our defense is getting pressure. Rookie fifth round pick converted wide receiver. Dominique Robinson's getting a sack and a half in his debut performance. One of which he does a jump Miyagi wax off move to Mike McGlinchey from Notre Dame. Jump Miyagi into the backfield, grabs Lance by this Jersey handful and fucking lassos him to the ground. You can believe that I'm on my feet at this point. So what happens next, we have Justin Fields decide that nothing is going to happen unless I make something happen. So he starts to break the pocket and extend plays, one of which he maneuvers all the way to the left side. He looks back across the field, has the fucking wherewithal and foresight to know that his fourth read may be open and just effortlessly slings it across the field dante pettis wide open i don't know if you know this luke did you know he's an all-packed uh 12 putt return special teams all-american in college when you get a wide receiver wide open like that with putt return credentials he's gonna get it into the end zone with one blocker ahead of him and he did seven to ten at this point then another great play down the middle justin fields rips it to a quinamaya saint brown 
I think this game showed everything I've been enjoying about Matt Eberflus's era, which is get a bunch of these very young, um, athletic, maybe not the best players, but eager players that are willing to embody the fucking culture that you want, which is 100% at all times, never slowing down as long as you can until you are spent and then we will get someone else in to go 100 and that's going to lead to turnovers that's going to lead to gang tackling which we saw in this game and the bears upset a team that went to the nfc divisional round no championship against the rams wait what am i thinking yeah right they went they beat the packers special teams and then they almost beat the rams am i correct yeah right so we beat one of the best four teams in the nfl last year technically that's true. And it wasn't like the first half they were beating our ass, but the second half, everyone says like, okay, yeah, the weather intervened. And it, of course it intervened right after we took the lead well, and helped seal the game by playing outside in Chicago. But we've you've earned that. We beat the shit out of them in the second half. And that's what I saw. I saw a team that gave up playing against the bears. And I, what did I say? I said, the bears are like that hillbilly. He just said, kid. be prepared. He just said, be prepared. No, I said the Bears play like that hillbilly kid that shows up to the pickup game and can't shoot but plays really good defense and he's just going to be in your face the whole time. And you just, you're just I mean, done with it after a while. That's no problem. Uh, I'm okay I, I was, winning like that, though. I'm pleased to see, like, any sort of identity. Like, and, and Field seems to be, like, leading the, the parade. He's getting hit in the head a lot, which I don't like. But, um, Look, man, like the fact that the fact that the NFL like social media like made that their Facebook cover was like him. Yeah, we should specify after he knelt for the game. Yeah, for the game winner, he ran to the end zone and him and a bunch of his teammates slid to the cameras in the puddles on their chest. You think the NFL doesn't want Justin Fields to be like like a Mahomes level like poster child like he like uh, the Bears quarterback who may who turns I the team sure around. Hope of that course. Happens. Of course they do. And that's like the the first sign like that's that's big shit. They don't put Kirk Cousins on their fucking on their right. on their cover. It was a fun um, game. It was a memorable was. game. The, the Bears are acting like it's our own little Super Bowl which is so Bears to do. Oh, it's a big the, first win for a new regime. It is for a new regime for Cleansing, a second year QB with, with a team that the NFL media world has been saying is the worst team in the NFL and that I've Justin Fields should demand a trade. Shit. I've been Dude, this is not shit. the worst team in the NFL. I've been I no. at first I thought That's they true. were because I didn't of think the they were the worst team in the NFL. I thought they were the worst team in the division. Well, the talent on their roster indicates a bottom three team, but the way that they're playing is not that way. They're playing full bore, and they're kicking ass, and they're coaching them up, and Justin Fields has all the talent. If we can just build around him next year, I think he's going to be great. I don't think that this is going to be a great season, but this gives, gives me a lot to look forward to, and it's a lot to build off of. We beat a very good team, and Justin outplayed Trey Lance, assuredly. Um, I, I agree. I feel like these recaps are really long. I feel like we got it, but, but maybe that's just cause that I'm was so, the bears. I'm so that's fair. I'm just so excited to get to, to, All right. to Steelers Bengals went to overtime. I watched an odd amount of this game because I basically never caught the Steelers on offense when I saw them on red zone. And I only was seeing Joe Burrow throw four picks, but yeah. anywho, what the fuck? No, no, no. Don't skip over that because I didn't get no, to I was going to say. He what's threw with, four picks. However, this? he kept them in the, the game 
He kept him in the game, and then at the end, they had a chance to tie it at 20. He drives him down into the red zone, and they go for it, go for it, go for it, and on their last chance, he throws a touchdown to Jamar Chase. This actually puts it at 20. Then they're tied at this point. They have a chance to kick the extra point to win the game, essentially with no time left. Minka Fitzpatrick blocks it going to overtime. Then they trade missed kicks in overtime and eventually Boswell seals it as the Steelers at the very end of the game. Almost a tie, which we actually had a tie later on. It was wild. All the games at that time were going bonkers. And Joe is getting knocked on his ass still. Joe is running. From what I saw, he was running for his life every play. Luke, he threw it 53 times. They went and spent some do-re-mi on that offensive line to bolster it. Um, that does not bode well for this team. Uh, that was just in the Super Bowl. And Steelers did have a, a healthy TJ Watt until he tore his peck at the end of the game. But it, maybe it's not a tear, right? Because people are saying he'll be back in like six to eight weeks or something. I mean, regardless, he ran to the sideline saying, I tore it. I tore it. So I don't yeah, know. It's it's, it's something that's going to keep him out for an extended period of time. So Yeah, um, that's fair. Um, I, I uh, They'll have to play each other again, obviously. Um, it, it's always big to get a divisional win. A lot of divisional games coming out week one. It's a really, it was really strong to to see that next, good TV for sure. Next, we had the Eagles versus the Lions, which was very surprising because in the second quarter, the Eagles scored twenty four points and they were up by ten. And then in the second half, the Lions actually played really well and made it a ball game, but the Eagles eked it out. 38 to five with the win. Um, this Lions team is playing above expectations. They're also playing hard. I think this Eagles team is very good. That's what people are saying. That's what that's. That I don't think Hertz is incredibly good, but I think the talent on that roster is very good. I think that they have a lot of talent. I think they certainly have more talent than the Lions. I'm not underestimating the Eagles by any chance, and um, the the Lions are. You know, we've we've talked at at nauseum, ad nauseum about the Lions. Uh, we've talked and at nauseum, at nauseum. I know I had to fix it. Um, about the the Lions and how we feel about them. I'd love for them to be great. I hope they stick with it. I don't. I don't necessarily like. I remember in the off season. Again, week one is going to be fucking all these overreactions. It's always uh, like, always it's wild. Gonna be, I can't speak definitively, but like, and the just based on week one. I have a feeling that I'll eat some shit about saying that the Lions will be better than the Bears and the NFC North this year. I don't know because Fields is is a weapon and the quarterback is so goddamn crucial. And it's nothing against Goff. It's crucial. Like, it's nothing against Goff. It's just he's not Fields, and that is such a, a game-changing weapon. Uh, you I can't, mean, to you be fair, like, look at what Justin Fields did in the second breaker, half. Dude. We had nothing going. He started getting first downs with his legs, and then he made, like – that jaw-dropping extended play touchdown. Like, Goff's not doing that with regularity. And Justin can do that multiple times a game. That's what I'm saying. And if, and if you're a team that uh, is uh, void of weapons, which Detroit and Chicago kind of are, um, all you, I mean, in my opinion, like, it's not loaded compared to... Says other, Justin I mean, Jefferson's daddy. I mean... Look at uh, you. Look at you with Thielen and Jefferson and Dalvin Omai. But that's the difference. It's like that you can do something with that. Like like Lamar, quote unquote, never had receivers. You know what I mean. And that, but the game, the game changer is like a really uh, fast quarterback who can who can make 
extend plays with his legs, a quarterback that can make plays when nobody else can. I mean, the ball's in his hands. Um, Lance has weapons and didn't seem all that impressive, but I really liked how he sounded Some of the best weekend. weapons. I liked how he sounded like, in press conferences this week, though. He sounded really um, – he, he was talking with authority. And I trust it. That's how you have to be. He needs to. He needs to. He needs to step up hard. Like I'm not one hundred. Yeah, I'm not one hundred percent out on Lance. I don't think he's that great. I think he's got great physical tools, and he's a great running quarterback who can make really good down the field throws. But I don't think he's ever going to develop this the timing and accuracy needed in a West Coast offense. I just don't think he Let has that in you, his repertoire. And I think my you, Jimmy. Think- I think my Jimmy G uh, comments are going to ring true as the season develops. I really do. Cause people are already I, talking about it. I think he has, people are going to talk, but I think he has the weapons that I'm telling you, like I say what you will, but the way he, the way he sounded uh, like just pressers, like even like even today I heard him talking. He sounded like, I don't know, man. He sounded like the guy, he sounded like QB one. And that's, that's uh, after hearing like, I'm, the way I've been hearing other people sound like around the league and stuff, like I heard some sound clips of like Trevor Lawrence before like them going out of the tunnel and they're like, dude, right, Oh my God. Guys. It was so funny. You know what I mean? It was like, swag. it's like people are like, I, I saw somebody be like, I've never been less motivated. Like it just sounded awful. Like I've seen like the way Mac Jones sounds in pre- pressers. He sounds like when you ask like your, your 13 year old cousin, what he's doing in middle school. Like, like, like that's how <laughs> Dude, Mac Jones what'd you sounds. learn at school like, today. Voice doesn't even sound like changed yet. That just doesn't sound like the leader that Trey Lance sound like today. I, just in my opinion, in my opinion. And I, and I think that, that, um, if you want to, you want to, you want to, you know, be that part, be that role, you got to act that part. You know what I'm saying? And so it starts there. And so that's team, hilarious to me because, you go by the voice test. I go by the eyes test. If you recall from the last two seasons and, and to me, Trey Lance fails horribly at the eyes test. He doesn't have it in the eyes that those eyes show anxiety and sadness. That's week one playing in an absolute fucking monsoon. The worst absolute fucking possible scenario. They should have, they should have, they should have definitely rescheduled that game. I would have put Jimmy G out and just fucking kept Trey Lance from getting hurt in that, in that I think squash pit. The best, potentially Absolute the best quarterback. Swag. I'm getting a pumpkin delight. I'll be right back. Dude, I've been smashing pumpkin delights. Not to say that Trey Lance or Justin Fields are not going to be better than Jimmy Garoppolo at some point, but I think the quarterback that was most apt to win a football game in that matchup was sitting on the bench. I think Garoppolo would have beat the Bears 100%. I think he would have hit hit the timing routes. He would have not had to second guess, and he would have carved us up because we were allowing you to make completions. We were daring you. In fact, that's what the defense is. The defense is generating pressure with four and putting seven of them in coverage, and Trey Lance couldn't hit the guys with regularity. All right, we're going to talk about Patriots Dolphins you're now fucking, while Lucas you're, smashing you're this fucking punky. Garoppolo goggles, man, are fucking hilarious. I don't even like Garoppolo that much. That's the thing. But you're saying he for sure could have beaten my team, not the way Lance was, not the way Lance played. I just, Lance I don't lost know. the I don't game. Know if I agree. I, I mean, he did. Yes, but that's going to happen. Like there are no. Elite I, quarterbacks. I think they should have. First off, let me just clarify. 
I don't even think they should have Garoppolo on the roster. I think that is ridiculous and stupid. And it invites the conversations I just engaged in, just just having him there. I think it is correct to have Trey Lance in for his development, and I do think you have to have him at least attempt to have him be your QB of the future with what you did to get him. However, the quarterback who could have won that game the most easily and who's the most ready to do so was for sure, in my opinion, Jimmy Garoppolo. And I do think he would not have lost that game. I think he would have won. Dolphins, Patriots. The Dolphins beat the shit out of the Patriots. I barely saw any of it. I don't really know what to talk about. I know that Mac Jones was like not doing well and hurt his back. I know people are um, people are gonna murmur about who's who's calling those plays, man. Dude, those pumpkin delights—they're like hard to swallow quickly. They really gum up the mouth. They do, but they don't crunch on the on the mic, so it's really nice to be able to eat them. They're right now. so good and soft. I love them. The Ravens played the Jets. It was a Zach Wilsonless Jet. I ho- hopefully he's recovering in his little sick bed with some milfy somewhere. <laughs> um, Joe Flacco not necessarily great. Also threw the ball fifty nine times, which is a ridiculous amount to be throwing the ball. Um, Ravens look good. Lamar Jackson had three touchdowns. That's my Flacco. QB. Flacco, with your age, you shouldn't be throwing anyone. I know. Jaguars versus the Commanders was a bit of a better matchup. This is your patented uh, Wentz game. He plays really, really jaw-dropping in the first half, then throws multiple interceptions, and then comes back to win it in the fourth quarter. And could it be because Trevor Lawrence is the least motivating QB in the NFL currently? I mean, I swear to God, man. (laughs) The way that tunnel video looked, it's like they're about to go out, and he's like, "All right, this is their first chance to show everyone who we're, what we're about. Let's do it with some swag." I'm like, Let's "This sucks." I'm like, "This sucks." I take back everything, and like somebody said today that like, oh, juxtapose that, Luke. Ju- juxtapose that image in your head with Justin Fields flexing with both arms with torrential downpour and water dripping from his number one jersey with the captain c oh oh i'm picturing I'm oh aware. yeah I, like I had a good I like week it. i think I'm, yeah my, oh, i think so I'm having, I'm having a good time with that i i, I yeah really, i think that um I, i'm we're finding out we're gonna find out a lot about the 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 up-and-comers um year two is a big one and i'm i'm really excited to watch it unfold some of the throws I saw Carson Wentz make were jaw-dropping elite-level throws. And that's Dotson. the... Dotson. Yeah. My boy Dotson came through with one. From I Penn have State. High hopes for him. I have high hopes for him. I will never forget the game where he exposed Sean Wade, who was a five-star corner and at one point in talks to be a first-round pick. He exposed him, and he had one play where he just ran straight, turned, jumped, and like backhanded it while Sean Wade was falling down and then just ran it past him. And you can look the play up if you care to listener. Um, So we got the commanders beating the Jags. Next we have the Browns versus the Panthers. And this is one of the ones that me and Luke picked different teams. Luke thought Baker was going to get his comeuppance. He did not. (laughs) No, he played well at stretches, but other points he did not. Typical Baker, Baker Mayfield, Mayfield experience. The toughest odds in in Vegas, my man. <laughs> like I, if I if I had to bet my life on Baker Mayfield, I'd be deader than fuck. <laughs> you would be dead. Um, 
it was a Cade York 58-yard field goal that won that game. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what to McCaffrey, say about that. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't want – I don't know. I didn't watch it very much. I will say this. I don't even like picking the Browns, even though it's a jersey bet. I tr- And they're, like, adding the brownie logo in the middle, which is so cool. And, like, I just hate them, so it's really hard for me. They're, like, they're trying desperately. Like, here's the thing, They're, like, man, distraction. Like, pocket sand. I mean – Look, I'm not. He's gonna be to, back on the field here soon. I'm not picking Deshaun Watson to win, like uh, necessarily. Like, and I didn't pick Cleveland last week. I don't know, like, I don't know what, but I also don't know what grand stance you make by not picking Cleveland the entire season, like because I'm like, not. Like, Why well, picked him as, week one? As, but but you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's a very tricky game. Like, you have to play this this conversation in your head, and I'm playing it too because I'm like. Cause like, you know, we're doing picks in my family too. And like my mom loved picking Cleveland for the longest time, loves the underdog. And she's like, I can't pick them. I don't like that. And I'm like, I agree. Like I hear you there. So it's a tough thing. It's like, but if you come up in a matchup where it's like, we're, we're doing this for fun, but like, at what point is it like, and this is me being devil's advocate. Is it like, is it, is it the viewer's responsibility to 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 be this way like like is is it or is it you know what we talked about this whole time where it's like no it's kind of up to the powers that be uh to make a decision to not you know like make this uh a thing for the general public to get swept up in so like that whole fandom and and what it must be like to be a cleveland fan that's one thing uh Picking them in 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 weekly picks that's another. I I don't know. I I'm I go, I'm probably gonna flip flop back and forth on that opinion all year. It's just a shitty situation to put anybody in. Uh, it should have never happened. The next game is the only game that actually ended in a tie, which is super disappointing. This division did not have any winners this week, even though two of them played each other. This is the Colts versus the Texans, 20 to 20. How dare you, Matt Ryan and, and the Colts, lose, no, tie with the Texans, fumble four snaps? What is happening in Indianapolis? They were so happy to get rid of Carson Wentz in his immature ass and get this fucking mature, level-headed, ice in his veins, Matt Ryan in the building, and look what happened. You almost lost I'm, to the fucking Texans. I mean, part of it is also on uh, the the now-waved Rodrigo Blankenship, correct? Um, yeah. For putting two kicks out of bounds. Missing and some, missing a missing field goal, I think. Crucial field goal. I'm, what can you do? I, I, it, it's It's... It just yeah, feels like bad luck. It just feels like bad luck. Like I, I feel like that's not. I feel like it's a good organization, Andy. I do, um, but you know, I don't know what they're. But what did they do like. at the end of the year last year? They got I their asses kicked by know the Jaguars. About this bandage judgment on their quarterbacks. You've got Philip Rivers. I understand bringing that one, and that makes sense. It's a, it's a. At the time, sure. Thing. At the time, sure. And, and he, and he played all right, and and they made a playoff appearance. That's cool. Carson Wentz. I understand the gamble, but when you tell me that the gamble is because you guys like you liked him because you like the same Bible verse, now I'm getting like, okay, wait a minute. And when that doesn't pan out, I'm like, the way you're the way you're describing Matt Ryan, Aiden, a few like a few minutes ago, isn't computing with the Matt Ryan I've seen in my head and seen on the field. If you're talking about fucking eye tests, like no offense, but this is like 
Matty Ice is gone. This no, isn't, that's this, what like, they've been saying. But I'm saying that just isn't. I don't know if that exists. Yeah, anymore. he's he's like four years past that. So maybe it's like maybe their judgment. But what Matt Ryan does do <laughs> is he plays the position without like literally chucking the ball over his head and like throwing a pick six on the goal line and you know, spraining both of his ankles in one play and having one half where he lights up the scoreboard with beautiful throws. And then the second half, he throws pick sixes. Matt Ryan's not going to do that. That's what they're, I think that's what they wanted. But the fact that he's coming in and fumbling snaps, like what the fuck is going on? Get your guys ready. I think a lot of this shit has to do with the amount that some starters are playing in the preseason. And I think the first week, even first few weeks is sometimes not great outings sometimes exhibits not yeah sloppy mud pies by the good teams that are resting their starters but i know we're spending a lot of time on recaps i wanted to spend a little more time on the colts though just because t gets so so upset when we just (laughs) pick indianapolis to win and then move on and you know why we did that friend it's because the colts should have beat the shit out of the texans and then the colts actually didn't and they tied them don't have a don't don't like a weird boring team I can't Pick have be like a weird, boring team. They only have one color. Pick one. Blue. Pick Blue one. and white. Uh, the Blue Giants white. beat the Titans, <laughs> and they did this in one of the cooler ways. They did this by scoring, and they could have tied with an extra point. Instead, they go for two to close it out. Saquon gets the carry, takes Saquon. him in. Saquon had 18 Are carries for 164 eating, yards and one touchdown. <laughs> Are you eating though? Dude, he had a really good game. I'm you know I've always loved Saquon, so I'm happy Same. to see it. Same. Big Saquon fan. I want him to eat. Uh and you know what else? Uh as much as uh I want to congratulate Saquon and dig on him, you want to look at the pair of balls on Debella De Ball over Dable. there, Brian Dable making he's like, I'm I'm not tying shit. I'm going for wins, my friend. Is I'm there like, anything more exciting than seeing a fucking portly rotund head coach just hold up two fingers? Do it. Get in there. They, I'm like, yes, I'm There's like, do nothing it, Dad. more I'm exciting. Like, I mean, Coach Dibble. Dable. <laughs> I'm like I'm like, this is awesome. Go Giants. Yeah! I'm like crying. Dude, remember um, when Brady Hoke went for two to try to beat Ohio State and threw an interception hey to man, tie this you- Powell? Look, we all do it on video games, and then we quit out and try it again if we don't. If you do it in real life, and you pull it off, you're the man. You're the man. Okay, talk to me about the Vikings and the Packers, buddy. You get it's all the time a, you need. It's it's been a blissful week. Um, they uh, because of the fact that Rogers is, is Rogers, and uh, he himself is a walking headline. Um, and he himself is choosing to continually ring out his receivers um, in the public eye. Wait, wait, wait. Um, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you were saying something that sounded so similar to he who shall not be named. And now that I think about it, he is really making a Voldemortian uh, turn in his career with his slicked back hair. He's starting to look like Voldemort, friend. You think this is slicked back? It's pushed back. Um. (laughs) No, dude, he uh, he he's something, and and but the the fact that he keeps doing that means that like every show is covering it, and then every show is putting up the highlights of Sunday, and everybody's talking about like the fact that Rogers had a bad stat line, they got held to seven points, they're showing Christian the score, Watson dropped they're a watching, wide open touchdown, they're watching the, I mean, like, and it's just it's just been 
so nice for like, i mean like Stephen a put the vikings on his like top five teams like, I mean, it's just like ugh, what a time I, I to be honest we don't get covered that much we really don't we had adrian peterson and didn't get covered that much like you know what i mean it's not yeah. the it's not a massive market so when when it happens and you have talents like justin jefferson there and stuff like doing the things he does going for a career game week one they're trying everything they fucking can to stop this guy and he's wide open wide open dude like since his breakout game at the beginning of like his rookie year i've just been so unbelievably in love with this dude and thankful uh for like you know, people can say whatever they want about Rick Spielman, and Spielman I continue to trust because he brought in folks like this. Um, this is a draft pick, and I like seeing him and Rager like dap it up on, and stuff on the sidelines and be cool. And I like seeing Rager like fucking stiff arming dudes into the ground on a punt return, and like um, I like seeing our defense show up. Harrison Smith getting uh, getting a pick on Rodgers feels really fucking good. Sacking Rodgers, sacking any quarterback, a lot, really dude. Good, you guys hit Rodgers so many times. It, it feels good. Like, and Rodgers doesn't take a lot of hits, and he often gets flags when he takes hits, and, and that wasn't happening. I um I was just really really pumped. The protection for Kirk was not great, but uh, Kirk was playing money ball like he he, he looked was. awesome he looked spectacular and you know when you can when you can have kirk and jefferson go off like that anything else is cake and the fact that osborne and thielen are pretty much perpetually there when you need them is a treat the fact that if dalvin's out you can bring in madison like for like for like a play and he can bust for six up the middle that's a good feeling like everybody's popping off it, it's really really nice i that's how it looks when everything's clicking. So okay, now we know exactly how a Kevin O'Connell offense is supposed to look when it's clicking. We saw it win a Super Bowl last year. You know what I mean? It looks pretty fucking good. Uh, Cooper Cup uh, did what he did because he's amazing, but O'Connell also deserved a lot of credit, and that's one of the reasons we brought him in. It was poetry with our with our weapons, um, and the defense showed up. and And seeing us in this new three front, and seeing the way uh, everybody clicked, even with even with scene not being around and maybe also not around for week two, even well, with, um, I'm not just super sure. I didn't it's like see a the nagging week injury or something. Yeah. I think, it, I think it's just a tweak thing. I just saw a picture of him and it said a week two injury report. So I assumed he was on it. Um, I don't know. I think it's near ankle. I don't, it's nothing. It's too bad. I mean, our, our safeties looked fine, but, um, we also had Dantzler went down at one point and we brought in uh, like a Caleb, a Caleb Evans, who's a, a rookie and he, even he looked all right. So um, everybody looked comfortable. It looked like they'd been, I mean, Kirk's addressing the team, like a captain at the end of the game, like addressing the whole locker room. Like it's not the coach talking to the team. It's Kirk cousins. Kirk cousins pulled the game balls and gave them to Quasi and Kevin O'Connell. Kirk Cousins is the one telling the team. Justin we're Fields gonna... did the same. He gave it to Eberflus and Ryan Poles for their first you know, win in their role. Kirk Cousins is the one telling the team that we're gonna go as far as these two take us. Like it's it's Cousins world now. There's no there's no grumpy little man who doesn't like Kirk and didn't bring him in. Uh that's Mike Zimmer. Um there's 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 a team that's really bought in and they all seem to be fucking really digging it. Um, I don't know what happens when adversity hits, which it could. We play a very good Eagles team on Monday, but um, that's how it looks when it's working. Um, I hope we can keep it up and see that 
more of that, less of anything else. The Packers have Jair Alexander, who's supposedly one of the best corners in the NFL. And they have Stokes, Stokes from Georgia, who's one of the fastest young corners in the NFL. I don't know if I've ever seen a wide receiver so consistently wide open to such an extent as Justin Jefferson. And you know for a fact that when I'm singing the praises... Good. Oh, sorry. I just want to say, I think it's 186, two touchdowns for Jefferson. It's nine catches, 184, two touchdowns. Copy. Which is unreal. Um, For me to consistently sing the praises of any Viking, it's got to be someone who's either just impossible to hate or really good and i've often found a few nuggets in the vikings draft class that i'm so high on that i will talk to luke about and he's one of them um throughout the years i've been right like stefan diggs and i've also been wrong a few times sharif floyd had a pretty bad injury to his knee which got fucked up and stuff but like this dude the pick for justin jefferson and then you get the guy who he ended up getting uh skipped over that for which is raker so which is hilarious good. that feels but so good my man i don't think it's hyperbole to say my prediction which was with t is that at the end of the year it's going to be jefferson and jamar chase i have jamar chase one and jefferson two um however no as best wide receivers in the nfl God. by the end of the season um and i think i don't know man jefferson continues to impress like Jamar Chase kicks ass and does really cool shit every week, but he's never like he's never that wide open. And I don't know how much of that is scheme and how much of that is just talent. But he is cooking Jair Alexander in that clip on Twitter. And it sucks to be a really good corner and give up one bad rep, but it wasn't just one play that Justin no. Jefferson made in that game. Jeff- there, w- there was nearly of those nine catches, I don't know if I don't know if any of them were contested. Like that's I, what I'm I, saying. Like, like Jamar Chase, I'm gonna take over pretty much most defensive backs in a jump ball in a one on one. But like when Justin Jefferson's in a one on one or even has a safety over the top, he cooks them off the line, shimmies them to an extent that they're in the wrong side of the field, and then he's running free and waiting for the ball to float to him gingerly. It's Kirk truly a ting too. of beauty. It's a ting I'm of beauty. Sorry. And Kirk, anybody can say whatever the fuck they want about Kirk. I don't care. And I will. Fuck your Kirk slander. Fuck the Kirk he slander. Is, dude, Kirk is about as much talent you can wring out of a washcloth that's been soaked in Irish Spring bar soap. You know what I mean? I Well, I like Irish Spring. So if Irish Spring so, gets me to the promised land, I really like it. Do you have any closing thoughts? Or any closing just feel, comments. Just feel great. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and be like fucking Super Bowl, but that's you a team been, that though. I haven't been, and that's a team that's. You said I'm you're gonna win the division. A, I do think we can win the division. I do think we will win the division. But I thought that before the season, before I saw expo- how exposed the Packers look right now. Fuck, they look exposed. Dude. Oh my god! And I, if, I you, don't... if the Bears beat the Packers this weekend, oh my god, that like, would make my like, year. This is that'd be like the you know Boston why because it would party it would the NFC North like fucking. it would just have so much chatter if that happened. Um, all right, so let's quickly hit on a few others. The Chiefs absolutely beanbagged. I don't know why that's my term today, but they beanbagged. The he said "codwalloped" earlier, and I thought that was funny. I was like, <laughs> they're just slinging beanbags at people. That yeah, the Cardinals, who I think are still a good team, gave up five TDs from Mahomes. 
the master Kyler, chief of the NFL. Kyler's win. Kyler's winless on on double XP. Double weekends, XP bro. weekends <laughs> on Call of it, Duty. That has to be correlated. Like that, there has to be correlation, possibly causation, my friend. Um, or there is correlation. It's There's just too funny of a stat, man. It's Raiders, too funny. Raiders played a good game against the Chargers. Raiders. The Char dude, Justin Herbert made some of the most jaw-dropping throws I've seen. Like every time I watch his games, he makes unbelievable throws. And people he's not saying, doing good. People were saying Herbert is what um is like what they like I think Max Kellerman said Herbert is like what they wanted Lance to be or something like already. Like like get like he's like he he panned out so quick. Like it's good coaching is what it is, but that, that kid's got unbelievable fucking talent. He's like a robot. His throws are like exactly where they My have bad. to be. I didn't mean Lance. I meant Lawrence. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. A, that I'm makes, a, that I'm makes an, sense. I'm an absolute stone. Uh, <laughs> that makes but sense. I, I, I meant Lawrence. Uh, cause like, and instead you have Lawrence being like, all right guys, let's do it with some swag. Well, to be fair, Herbert isn't a huge vocal guy. He's actually extremely shy, but he's, he's walking the walk. And he's not only that, he's, he's making ballsy plays, um, with his legs and shit when he's a rookie to endear the team, endear himself to the team. Um, Devonte Adams had a good game, 10 catches for 141 and a touchdown. However, Herbert and Khalil Mack specifically, Khalil Mack had like three sacks or some shit, which is awesome against his alma mater, the Raiders. Uh, yeah, but Brad I do want to blowing our phone up. Our, our chargers fan friend just absolutely being like, you guys seeing my team win right now? I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I to be know fair, the I was huge. seeing it, but I was more watching the Vikings and the Packers during that time slot for sure. The Vikings that Packers is a much more important ugh. game to me. So nice to have my mom here too. Epic fucking chili. So goddamn good. Um, I tried my best to make a delicious pot. I think mine came out pretty well. I'm glad you got to see your mom. That's an awesome experience, especially when you get to win in a big game oh, in absolutely. the way that you won. Let's absolutely. talk quickly about the Buccaneers versus the Cowboys. I think one of the most important things to just hit on is not only did Dak Prescott get hurt, which is going to cause them to potentially have to seek an additional QB. However, even before he got hurt, this team was ineffective in almost every facet. They scored three points early and then none the rest of the game. They were bad and they were beaten and they were bloodied. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're pretty fucked in my opinion. Uh, they're Micah Parsons without... is a fucking beast. I'll say that. But how, like the rest of the team? You don't make a run like this without your franchise quarterback when your backup's Cooper Rush. So, like, nope. if it's six to eight weeks, that's a pretty significant chunk of a 17-game season. And to assume that he's going to come back completely healthy and win all the games, you know what I mean? Like, that's And when a, they're already playing like that ab- when he was there and healthy? Absolute dream scenario. So, um, it's pretty impossible. And Jerry Jones is doing his, just doing his franchise quarterback and the whole team and the fan base really just an absolute disservice by like speaking out of turn in my opinion about Dak's status so promptly after the game and then changing it around and saying it's gonna be sooner the next day and we're not putting him on on IR because he that because we don't think he'll miss the allotted games that you must miss for IR and stuff like that I'm like what the fuck are you doing what's with the smoke and mirrors why pull back the curtain like this? You're being you owe way it to too no vocal one. as an owner. You you like being in front of a camera, and one hundred percent. He knows his cringy. time is coming, much like, like Jesus, much like a certain dude. monarch. 
you know, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. All right, Monday night game. Current events, you love it. The Seahawks. How did Geno Smith have such a game against the Broncos? This does not bode well for the Broncos season in a loaded division. And Geno Smith played his ass off. And they said, Geno, a lot of people wrote you off. He said, I didn't write back, though. But I didn't write back. And he said that shit. He was on time with that quote. He was ready. It was, I got a lot uh, of respect for his game. I'll be shocked if there's a better quote from somebody uh, post game. Like that's the that's one of the dopest quotes I've heard post game. Uh, and I think and that'll he knew stand it. this season for sure. I think that'll stand all the way through the year. That's a good. That's a good line, um, dude. Like the storylines of this game, though, Luke. Like you have. Uh, the QB who took them to two Super Bowls won one of them. Get booed so, like, viciously by the crowd. And that crowd was raucous the entire game. They were loud the whole game. The, the crowd may have won the game, actually. The Broncos did not look very good. I didn't think Russell looked that good. Russ is, I think the Seahawks this, hate him. This new, this new Russ, this new look Russ, man, of, like, doing Jesus TikToks and stuff, like... I won't knock a man's of faith. I truly won't. I'm it's not. so funny. Uh, You've seen the tweet where it said, "I would give money to have the entire Legion of Boom watch yes, this right now in react." But I, I, but there's there's a level there's just a level of corniness to like the stuff I've been that saying. Russ is doing. It's just too much, man. It's too much. It's like I don't know. And and again, like it's not it's not just that it's TikToks. It's not just that he won't take responsibility for actions and instead will like quote Bible verses uh, to, to the media, which I think is an interest. I just think that's a weird response uh, personally. It's like, you know, like that. I, Didn't he say I, he plays for an audience of one for God? Yeah. He, he, he's like, he said like, you know, they, 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 they mocked Jesus too. And like stuff like that about like certain, he said that before about something. And like, um, they asked him like this, like after the like post game or whatever. And he, he said something along the lines of he's it's so here's like, Oh, everyone's always called him corny because he is. And then you have the people come out like, why would you even do that? He's a wholesome family man and you're going to bring him down. And I'm like, okay, I get that counter argument truly. But all I'm saying is, there's being corny and then there's being like one of one annoyingly corny, like, <laughs> like the most corny professional athlete human being I've ever seen in my entire life to the point where it's like his, his whole personality is fabricated. Cringy as fuck, man. Like it's Kirk so Cousins weird is the, the way he behaves. Kirk Cousins is the exact comp, the exact comparison. That's a good like, comp. Like, you know what I mean? Like family man, Christian, all that stuff. I don't care. I, 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 I'm Christian. I'm into that. It's all good. But if Kirk were making TikToks that were like, like that were TikTok trends about like, it's like the things that matter, like faith, family, and like all that stuff, I'd be roasting his ass. And that's my QB. So just as an outsider, who doesn't give a shit about the Broncos who paid this man a lot of money. Like he looks like, eh, and that head coach looks bad. Dude, 256 million guaranteed to drain the clock and go for like a 64 yard kick for the win while Peyton Manning is calling for a timeout 64 straight times you got Shannon Sharp is feverishly calling for a timeout in the Manning cast you're probably not doing the right thing 
you got Shannon Sharp and Peyton Manning Bronco legends watching along with Eli. Uh, two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks saying what they would do with the clock right now and what they do with the play call and fuck like that. It, it, shit like that. It's like, I, I, it's an unfathomable move. It, and Fourth it, and, and five, by the way. It's Fourth terrifying. and five. It's terrifying to hear that, like, well, that's because we got to the mark that we wanted to get to. And it's like, that's dumb because the mark you wanted to get to sucks. Like, you need to get further than that. So, like, that should I understand. Not be, okay, no, you did you not. You should not get have to told me that was your reason. To get to. You got Do to not the tell outer me that's your reason because. His quote unquote range. Is, that's that's saying, what they should have said. We got to the very outer edge of his potential range. That's not right. the spot you want to get to. The spot you want exactly. to get to is a 50 yard field goal. Exactly. And they were like, it's as simple as that was the plan. And, and, and when we got there, that was the plan. So that's why we did it. And I'm like, well, your plan sucks ass. Then he missed really bad when they, when a timeout was called by the Seahawks where they could, and then they, they trotted him back out after he fucking misses it. Super, super wide left. I'm again, going to start to reevaluate my decision. But at that point they drained a shit ton of their clock. It was just really, really bad by Hackett. The old Hackett. The old ball coach came out like yesterday or today and was like, "Yeah, you know, I, and I probably wouldn't have done things the same way." It's like, no shit. You know what's but. hilarious to me is Russell is this like God fearing Christian corny man, but yet he doesn't give old Pete Carroll any respect when they go to greet meet and greet, and it is the coldest greeting I've ever seen. Pete Carroll was running around like like a sprightly young lad, uh, as the, in his air Pegasus, as the lime green clad Seahawks held down the fort with the twelve screaming them to fucking victory, man. Just when I was doing some um, readings for my honors courses, I have these little click sharpies to highlight, and one of them is highlighter yellow, and one of them is highlighter green, and I'm sitting there just like trying not to think about the Rams and the Seahawks. While I'm reading Absolutely. about fucking qualitative research methodologies within the communications uh, world. Ah, whatever. Let's make our picks for this week because football is all that matters, Luke. And we have a potential all-timer lined up for tomorrow evening. A very nice matchup. So I do think it's important to know um, I got 12 of 16. Luke got like half. He got eight. So I am up by four. Um I think up by more than I've ever been up because I don't even think I was up last year. Luke beat me pretty thoroughly. Um, he is a thoroughbred. So tomorrow night, Thursday night, September 15th, we have the LA Chargers, Brad's very own, going to Kansas City. Pat Mahomes, a night game. LA Chargers at Kansas City, Luke. Who do you have? I've already made all my picks, by the way. As have I. On oh, Amazon shit. Do Prime. you want me to? Yeah, do you want me to just say mine first like we did last week then? I don't care. Okay. I Kansas City. I also have Kansas City. And I had a really <laughs> hard time in this because I really, really, really think the Chargers can win. I think they have think so much talent. Yeah. I just I have a hard time picking against Pat after what he just did in to Arrowhead. what I think is a pretty good team in the Cardinals. Yeah. In Arrowhead, dude. Like it was like Pat wasn't kidding when he was like you're fucked for fantasy owners because we're going to be thrown around to everybody. And he really was, dude. Like it. Yeah. Ugh, it, Unless he got me. He's generational, man. I love it. Um, and I think that I'm back in that on history. Like I'm picking that pick on history. And um, if- that's what I had to do as well. And that was what I learned from the pick bet last year was that you can't just always go with 
the hot team of the week or exactly what happened the last few weeks. You got to take history into precedence more often. Next game. And this is the beginning of the Sunday slate. We have the New York Jets at the Cleveland Browns. In this one, I'm taking Cleveland, and it's purely for the fact that the Jets are still trotting out Flacco. Uh, I'm not like I'm not super high on the Browns' performance last week, if I'm being honest. But I do think they eke out a win on the Jets. Um, I'm I'm picking the Browns uh, because of the fact that I thought they were going to be like helpless. Um, without like a Baker or Deshaun under center, and I was wrong. I they they didn't look amazing, but they they weren't helpless. And Brissetta started in this league, and I think um, I didn't give him enough credit. Uh, and I also uh, because I dislike these this coaching staff and stuff. Now I I also was not giving enough credence to the fact that they are talented coaches there. Um, I think Cleveland beats a banged up Jets team, uh, but Sauce Gardner looked fucking good, and there's some promise there. Um, they have a lot of I'd blue chip really young happy, talent. I'd be really happy with that pick in New York. Garrett Wilson had a pretty swaggy play to pick up a first down, where he was barking at him <laughs> right after the play. <laughs> All right, next we have the Washington. Commanders at the Detroit Lions in this one. Um, I could go both ways on it. However, with the performance that I saw against the Eagles last week from these Lions and from all of the storylines coming in from Hard Knocks, I'm going to take the Lions because I think Wentz turns the ball over when times get tough. I'm going with my my man, my man and your favorite, Carson Wentz. Okay. To beat the Detroit. <laughs> my, my, to my personal friend and your favorite. Snoop Dogg. That was like from old school. I know. Um, uh, fuck. I, I, I think Washington. Stereo City. I'm enamored with uh with Washington. Um, I don't know why. I, I think maybe it's just a shiny uh newness of having a new name and uniform. But I'm a little enamored, uh, and I like Ron Rivera. So, um, I gotta say that my Buckeyes at wide receiver Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin had good games. Like the receiving core plus Wentz's potential, like versus the weapons I see have having to. The Lions have to do everything right and still like. I think you're wrong because we've seen that you don't have to really do anything sometimes because Carson Wentz will just cough the football up to you. Yeah, he may, and the Lions are. And that's what I predict. The Lions are going to have to be on their shit and get some turnovers if they want to win that game. But I'm Malcolm Rodriguez is going to punch him in the mouth. I love him, dude. I want. I'm, I get him dude, on Madden me too. now. Um, yes, and he's not highly ranked. He should his hit. Uh, his hit power should be higher on Madden. It's on you, the player, to go edit him. I'm not gonna edit though. Edit him, and 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 see if you can put a mustache on him. Yeah, I'm tired of just stereotype white face. Awful. All right, let's keep scan moving. every player's face. You make enough money. Yeah, you have them. Come on. Just during one fucking photo day, have each person sit in the booth and do the fucking 360 scan. It's not that hard. I want to play Authentico. Yeah. It can't can't be. be All right. So next we have Tampa Bay at New Orleans. In this one, I'm going to ride with Tom Brady. I was not very impressed with 
the Saints for the majority of their game. And, I mean, I don't know. That Tampa Bay defense is real good. I, too, picked Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I'm not I'm not sold that I'm not sold on the sentence that Jameis Winston beat Tom Brady. I'm just not sold on that sentence. So, um, even though they're not head-to-head, they are head-to-head. And I think that it's... Jamie's is funny as shit when they interview him. I have to point that out. He's had his issues in the past, surely. Um, Goofy in interviews, lots of talent, huge arm, uh, awesome weapons. I'm really excited to see what Olave does in this league. So far, so good. Um, I'm sure you're really pumped about that. I just think Always. that uh, I'm I'm giving it to the goat on this one. I think I think the Buccaneers pick up a win. Next we have Carolina at the New York Giants. So this one again, another one that I had difficult time picking. The Giants had a big balls maneuver to secure their win by going for two. Saquon is back more than ever. Um, however, I do think this Panthers team has a little bit more ready talent right now, more matured talent. The Giants have a lot more young young players like rookie and first year. And I do think Baker showed a little bit of promise in that game last week. I think the Panthers are going to pull one out here away. Um, Dable's big nuts, Saquon's big calves at home in Jersey versus the Panthers. The Panthers that lost last week to the Browns? No, dude. No, sir. Yeah. That's a Giants. That's a Giants victory in my book. Giants picked up a okay. lot of credence with me last week. They were like they look Again, like I dogs. could go both ways on this one. This is just what my heart is telling me. Uh the New York sorry. New England Patriots at Pittsburgh Steelers. Um in this one, Luke, I'm gonna take a team which I did not pre- predict to win last week. I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was impressed with their performance, even without TJ Watt. I think they're still going to put it to the the Patriots. I think Mac Jones did not look good. That team did not look good. Old school and you reference. obviously love the, the Steelers. So old school reference number two. It's going to be Mitchell Palooza this weekend. Oh my god! Uh, fucking, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers beating the uh, the Patriots at home. A victory for the Steelers. I think there's going to be Mitch, terrible towel twirls. Mitchell looked better. I hope Najee's okay. He got tweaked a little. Had a lot of carries. Like when you're the Pittsburgh Steelers bell cow and you get tweaked after week one, it makes my stomach turn. Like I don't know how much I like that, but um, hopefully he just it's all good. I'm, I I think it sounds like it's all good. Next we have the Indianapolis Colts at Jacksonville Jaguars. In this one, I have to go with the Colts. I just I really do truly think that they're a good team that just played ass last week. I don't think the Jacksonville Jaguars have arrived at all. We've already talked about Trevor Lawrence potentially not being um, the right kind of persona for the, for the guy there. Um, Not to say that Matt Ryan is, but that team is just loaded. And if they put it together, I think they could do some damage against the Jaguars. I uh, I also got to I have for all the reasons you're stating have a bounce back week for the Colts. Um, I I I talk shit. We have our fun here, but um, there are I, rivals. I think that yeah, I, I think that it's a Colts victory in and, division. And good, the Colts have to bounce back um, from that in division tie. <laughs> yeah. Next we have Miami Dolphins at Baltimore Ravens. Um, though I think this Dolphins team could be good, and you got Tyreek talking about carrying around 
um, like a wheelbarrow for their head coaches. Nuts. Speaking of nuts, I still think Lamar is going to win this. I got Baltimore. Same. Exactly the same. I, I look at that. I look at those two teams on paper and I go, oh, Lamar Jackson. Like it's not even yeah. a second thought for me. I, I There's some weapons in Miami I really like and, I, and I'm rooting for Miami in general. The Waddle. Um, the Waddle celebration yeah. is so oh, fun. The Waddles, the Tyreeks of the world. Uh, the Chase Edmonds of the world, and I'm I'm always pro Tua on this show, but I just have um, it's Lamar, baby, and Lamar is gonna be showing out hard every week. I really can believe we really that. quick circle back because you had some I'm not gonna say inflammatory comments, but you had some scathing comments about the Baltimore Ravens organization regarding the contract for Lamar. It has come out that he did turn down, I believe, what was it like 180, 190 million guaranteed or something. He turned down. He turned down. A big contract, I just didn't know if you want to revisit. He turned down, I mean, reportedly turned down a contract, but he's still like chasing the guaranteed money that Deshaun got. And I, and I agree with him. It's not fair that somebody in that situation. He deserves Deshaun's guarantee. It's just not fair. And if you think, if you, if they can square that in their heads, Baltimore, the organization, if they can square that in their heads, that it's fair to pay him that. And what and and pay him less than what he thinks is fair, and they're willing to let him walk out. Somebody will pay him, even if they franchise tag him and he's there another year. Somebody's gonna pay him, and In a um, and if he's, I mean, I don't know, he he could fucking sit out that year for all we know. If that happens, it could get ugly. And and you know, about a half hour before we pod uh, started podcasting tonight, it's Wednesday, it's Wednesday evening. Um, reporters were like, I asked him like three questions about like the, the contract he declined to answer. And finally he's like, look, I'm, I'm really, well, we're not talking about this the whole season. I'm done. It's just shut down. Like it, like I'm paraphrasing, but it's really, he's really done talking about the contract unless that's just for Good. the public. And he gets the number. And I bet if one day they knock on the door and say, Hey, here's two sixty guaranteed or whatever, he'll probably sign it. But when you're representing yourself and you know what you're worth, and this is not some, this is not a nobody. Like you know what I mean? This is Lamar Jackson. An MVP. You'd be you'd be insane if the if the Cowboys and the Cardinals and the Browns are all betting the farm. The Vikings did it with Kirk Cousins before it was cool. Bet the farm monetarily on on their best option, and the the Ravens have a better option than pretty much everybody I just named right there. So they'd be silly yeah. not to. He's an MVP, and he has none of the baggage. I mean, it's just there's not a talent. It doesn't like make him sense to not. Don't waste the it. The only thing that I could potentially see being a hangup is that most of his, not most, but like a portion of his game, more so than other QBs, is predicated on running. And that is harder to, um, you know, consistently perform in that regard as you're an aging quarterback through a lengthy contract. And I can maybe through see a nice that coming in, but this it, weekend. Like, he, dude, I was just about to say, I'm I'm getting a little tired of the narratives that he can't throw when he's making elite NFL throws weekly, I'm and it's for him. everyone to see. So it's whatever, man. I also think he should get more money than Deshaun Watson. I think Absolutely. he's for sure I, earned it. If the market, that's on the Browns. Fucking, you're mad at the Browns for setting the market. You, you that's not Deshaun's. Or I'm sorry, that's not Lamar's fault. So. I, and I feel very strongly and about that. If you think, if you, and I get being mad at the Browns organization as the front office for the Ravens, but like, if you think for a second 
that Lamar Jackson is going to take a dime less, you're fucking crazy. Because why would he's he? In division too, like it's even more of a slap in the face to 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 Lamar that somebody in division is willing to. Burrow to do is going to get a takes. bigger contract than all of them, like unless he keeps throwing four picks. Like the day no, he's eligible, matter. he still will. He still will. You know what because I mean? You want to know why? Because the Bengals are, will play this smart and and sign him for three hundred million or whatever it is at that point. Because Lamar is going to wait. get more than Deshaun. No, yes. they're not going to wait. And the wait is weird. The wait is a is a disrespectful look, in my opinion. And when I mean, they put, they paid Flacco for less. I mean, yes, he got a Super Bowl, so I guess that's not a fair statement. But Flacco was was was. Fantastic, but a game manager. Lamar is the team. There's no Ray Lewis. There's no Ed Reed. Like no. Lamar is the team. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Let's get through these. So we have the Atlanta Falcons at the LA Rams. In this one, I've got a bounce back win for the Rams. I'm going to be heavily monitoring that offense on the Rams, seeing how they perform and bounce back. And even though the Atlanta Falcons played above their weight class last week, I don't have them winning this game. Yeah, I also couldn't square that in my head that the the Falcons could somehow come out the the stacked roster. Just on paper, to me, it wasn't. It's not making sense. I I gotta go Rams as well. Uh, I am I am like I said, zeroed in like a hawk at fucking that Stafford's elbow. elbow. Um, I don't know, man. That I, limp wrist. Uh, there's something. It's just there. hanging because he, he's got he can't, pitchers. He can't elbow. get hit that way. He cannot get hit that way this week. If if Atlanta somehow gets a pass rush going and is and gets shots on um on Stafford, they could very well stay in that game. You seen my shirt, by the way? Yes, dude. That salute to service Bears shirt is looking. It's like two gorgeous. years ago. So it's two or three years ago. Salute to service. When I go um, up to uh, Minnesota, I'm hoping to hit some like coals and shit because they they always have like the old salute to service and other like Thanksgiving gear and stuff. I'll get all the I'll get all the dankness for like way cheaper. TJ Maxx, Marshalls, that kind of thing. Dang, that's a deal when you want it. Next you, we have... You don't oh, even own a car. I do own a car. I know, sorry. I know, it's a quote. Dude, check engine light came on like four days ago. I got to take it in when I get paid. Happens to the best of us. <sighs> okay. Anywho, Seattle at San Francisco. In this one, I have the San Francisco 49ers bouncing back. Seattle's not at home with that roaring crowd. And I think this 49ers team is loaded to the brim with talent. I think that they're going to wreck that offensive line. They're not I in a too, monsoon anymore. I too chose the Niners uh, because of Dick, big Dick Lance saying like the shit he said about the ball. Anything that the ball's in my hands most of the time. So anything that happens with it is on me and my decision too. And I'm like, Whoa. I'm glad he's aware that he didn't. I'm do like, it. huh? I'm like, ah, I know. That's I mean, look, dude. The, a bar in my head is always how bad Peyton Manning was his rookie year. And I know this isn't Lance's rookie year, but it kind of is. And if and if Peyton Manning and like who was who was and is Peyton Manning could throw as many picks as he did in nineteen ninety eight and still be a Hall of Famer, I'm not real willing to write off Trey Lance after a bad game. I'm really not. Next we have Cincinnati at Dallas. This is now a hapless, toothless Dallas team. And Cincinnati had a four-pick performance from their quarterback and still almost won and should have won. So I've got Cincinnati, just like last year. Dakless Cowboys, where Zeke is a a, a no-thought. And, uh, I mean, there's some cool defense, but Diggs ain't really 
eh. You know what I mean? Okay, let me just say something about uh, Diggs real real quick. I don't know if I've ever seen a QB or uh, sorry, a, a CB, a cornerback, run from contact like this man does. Truly run from contact, turn tail and run from a lead blocker, or throw your body barely at an ankle for a tackle. He's truly only good for flash in the pan interceptions where he jumps around. Trayvon was mortal now. Trayvon was mortal now. <laughs> But he did not pick that last pass. Dude, what's so up, So he does not retain his godlike interception record. Okay. Dude, I've what's up with him, though? Is is there any way that he, like, is there any, was that a flash in the pan and we never hear from him again? Is that an overreaction? Probably, right? Uh, it is an overreaction. However, even last year when he had a, all of those interceptions, he gave up, like, the lead league in, like, yards allowed and quarterback rating against him. You know what I mean? He had to delete his Twitter over camp because he was getting uh, cooked by practice squatters. So like, he, may, he may be, he, he truly could bust the fuck out. Like I oh, wouldn't be no. surprised because dude, he, he really just like, he's not built to play corner the way I would want corners to play, which is, which is the ball throw your, in the NFL, throw your, of course throw your body into a blocker and make a play and not turn around and run from them the other way. He did not pick the last pass. So who do you have Dallas or Cincinnati? Oh gosh. Uh, Cincinnati. Uh, like I I thought as much next we have Houston at Denver. I have a bounce back game from a corny, corny man. It's (laughs) cone. Me as well. It's got the juice. Me as well. Broncos yeah, country. For me. That's, That's right. right. He's going to be doing some really hot and heavy TikToks about Jesus, our Lord and Savior, after that game. Uh, next, we have Arizona at the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, this one was a little difficult for me because I do think that the Cardinals are good, and I don't think it's double XP weekend. So I started like, you know, gears are turning in my head. But it's a home field game. It's Las Vegas. They played well. Devontae had a lot to do with them being in that game against the Chargers. I think the Raiders are going to pull out a win. Fuck, dude. We should, same here. I picked the Raiders as well. That's going to happen this yeah. year. That's going to happen. Yeah, it all yeah. comes down to, Luke, Detroit versus Washington and Carolina versus the Giants because other than that, we're across the board. You think we're going to be simpatico? Erotico. <laughs> uh, okay. It gets really cool from here on out because the Bears have the primetime mat- matchup in Lambeau and then Packers. the Vikings have... Can I finish? Yeah. Did you did you, did you you have that planned that you were going to cut me off and say Packers like it's not even a thought after the rain game? We, we dubbed it the rain game. I don't kind know if you of, knew. Yeah, kind of, yeah. The NFL header that. is Justin Fields sliding on his chest in a puddle. I, so. I said it myself. I, I'm, you saw I'm what happened to Aaron, guys. and it didn't yeah. even tickle a thought? It didn't even tickle a possibility? Rogers, Rogers is going to cook you like like so much fucking Thanksgiving stuffing. What if Robert Quinn straight beanbags him? I think that Fields throws 19 interceptions this weekend. I think he throws two. I really do. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think the Chicago Bears are going to lose this game. I think it's not often that Aaron loses a game and then loses a consecutive game, let alone one where he gets thoroughly embarrassed and is bitching and moaning on the sideline. In division, back-to-back. 
they're too good for us right now, but we are building for something greater, Luke. We are building the right way. We are using premium materials. We are master tradesmen. Our at work hammering, sawing, better ingredients, cutting, nut, just nutting and bolting. We are nutting and then we are bolting. I like okay. that. I'm into that. I think you guys we're have a lot of potential, but watch, screwing, dude. Screwing, we're nutting, and then we're bolting. <laughs> I have a scenario in my head where all of a sudden the receivers don't drop a single pass. Like, like you know what the I mean? Packers, like, I, yes, I could totally and they see just something. light us up? I could see something fucked up. <laughs> like, By like 35 the, points? Yes, I see it happening. I, see, I it see it in my head, and, and that's where my head's going. I... I I, I hope Luke, I hope that you play them closer than that though. I do. Luke, what if they're they're panning into the to the tunnel where the guys are coming in and you see Justin Fields do like an actually like, you know, good pump up speech and then all of a sudden the cameras just catch his eyes flick into the back of his head like storm and he uses his X mutation power to pull in another monsoon. It's actually <laughs> Justin summoning oh, that's these. Good. I, his I'm eyes just that. go flick I mean, you'd be okay with the Bears cheating because they have a mutant quarterback? Okay, first off, you think Lamar Jackson's not a mutant? (laughs) You think Pat Mahomes is not a mutant? You think Tom Brady is not a mutant? They just have different X mutations, baby. That would kill mutants. (laughs) Like, fucking... Dude, uh, he is. He's like Magneto, actually. He's like a begrudging mutant. He wishes he wasn't. um, That's why he stays in the league so long. I, I hope that uh, you get you guys keep it closer, but I have the Packers happening. Yeah, I have the have... Packers as well. I just want to say it out loud because I have to. You, you picked Jersey against Bears. your own team? That's awesome. Good for you. I'm picking the Packers. Good for you. All right, let's talk about... I don't about... think the Bears are going to win. No, they won't. Let's talk I about thought Monday they night. beat the 49ers. Well, and you were right. And they did. I didn't think that. All right, the first of the doubleheader, which is not a doubleheader, the games are overlapping. Tennessee, Why did this happen? This seems it's like a so mistake. dumb. You should have done a doubleheader, in my opinion. This seems like even a if people work on Mondays, I don't get it. I don't know why they're doing this. It's really just a shot to the noggin. Um, Tennessee's coming to Buffalo Town. Who do you have in this? I have the Buffalo Bills. I can't, in good faith, pick against Josh Allen no. after the just swang dick energy he had in that last game against the Rams. Same. Um, He's so good. I, I think that the Titans are nothing to sniff at, but in Buffalo, after Allen just went and did what he did, oof, I'm like, I've never I've never been more of a believer in the Josh Allen hype until last week. I was like, holy fuck. Like, I was so blown away by that. By that. What a way to kick off the season. Like, like the, se- the beginning of this season will always be Josh Allen galloping in my head. It was erotic. It was very it was good. It was insane. It was very satisfying. Dude, we kept saying repeatedly, this is so fun to watch currently right now, week one. If he keeps playing like this, he's not making it through the the season. A A A human body just can't feasibly withstand that much punishment. Like, I get that you're a badass and you're having fun, but like, I mean, think. Think a little. If Your body will not... Take that many hits and keep chugging. I don't think it's possible. I don't want him to get concussed, man. I don't want Fields to get concussed. Fields is dude. People just gun for his head. It's because he slides so late. Yeah, but that's on them. I like that's not his fault, right? But but they do hit him in the head every single time he slides. Okay, let's get to the last one and we'll close out for the week. Luke, Minnesota 
at Philadelphia Monday Night Football. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. We've, we've famously just like laid some eggs in Philadelphia, man. Like I'm bum, start, I'm getting bum, chills kind of bum, thinking about it. It's bum, not good. Bum, bum, uh, bum, and bum, in prime time too. This is so week one was nice and we shouldn't have blasted the Packers the way we did uh, in, in terms of like, or, or it's not that we shouldn't have, it's just unexpected. Like you, you expected more of like a tuning up, like here's what's up. This is a, a another test. I, I, we're not at home. O'Connell's got to go on the road to a hostile Philadelphia fucking crowd, a good team to play on prime time, um, which has not always been the Vikings or Kirk strong suit. Um, this is going to be very telling. If we can come out two and zero and notch a second a, a second statement victory, um, Vikings fans like such hype a train here. It's and, gonna be a it's gonna be a real purple train wreck if you know what it, I'm talking about. And it, and, I'll, and it seems as though you know what I'm no, talking about. There's no reason our offense shouldn't fire. It's just on our defense to contain uh, the Eagles. And so I have the Vikings. If I'm gonna go to the refrigerator after this and reach for a nice ice cold bevy, I'm gonna grab the soda. I got Minnesota in this game, okay? And though I would like to do a purple train wreck joke about this hype train, I do think the Vikings are going to win. Dude, Rager revenge game. He takes two punts to the his. Oh, that's not going to happen. Yeah. That'd be cool, though. That'd be cool, though. Can you imagine? What if he muffs it and N'Kobe Dean blasts him right in the chin and then somebody recovers it like Singletary or something, I think is Wouldn't be great, but I'm excited to have an event game and I'm excited to have something to look forward to during work on Monday. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite memes I've seen recently is like, here's my schedule for the next four to five months or six months or whatever. It's like, it's like NPC Monday night football, Tuesday, NPC Wednesday, NPC. It's like Thursday night uh, football and alcoholic It is like Friday. (laughs) It is like college football, NFL football, repeat. That's TGIF. That's pretty much true. I'm like, I, I'm kind of just like, I'm kind of click remoting my days and my brain, just like trying to forget they're even happening. Aside from when my mom was here or when I'm with my wife, the rest of it is click remoted. Yeah. I am. I am the Sandler of my life is what we've always said. I'm the egghead. Yeah. Welcome to the Owen three, uh, Freeman era. Yeah. There are, there is chatter too. But we're 0 2 this season. I'm not counting that. Everybody wants to say 0 3 because we lost last year's bowl game. It's like. Why would I not? It's his era. It's weird. Yeah, I guess it is. But like. Maybe don't. Maybe don't abscond to the fucking bayou and leave room for somebody to come in and play your bowl game. Family. My family. All right. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Oh, dude. dude, Wait. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. People Favre. actually with an accent. Yes, dude. What the fuck? Tell me what you know. Yeah, so we're officially we've he's already had his issues, which people so have had to many come to terms different with. Different issues. He's like, just truly a piece of shit, and it's time to like just acknowledge that and this not look bad. up to him or glorify him at ever. But he he siphoned with the governor five million dollars out of the uh, Mississippi Welfare Fund into Southern Miss University to build a volleyball stadium. While his daughter was a volleyball player there, it's wild. Is on the modern that you welfare told me money, about that. and you there's cities, there's like, cities what? in Mississippi that don't have 
uh, drinkable water. They don't even have water they can bathe in. And isn't like and isn't Favre like worth a lot of money? Like, doesn't he yeah. have money? Why? It's just so... he asked in in unearthed text messages. Can this get back to me? Can they find out? And they're like, no. Oh, and he's like, man. okay, good. That feels That's, good to know. You broke that to me, man. That's wild. It's bad, bad. This is like real bad. That's I mean, there's like there's the other things he did. Bad. This that's is like political big, big scandal time bad. bad. There's like there's like bad, and then there's like crime. Like that's, I don't know, yeah. man. I, I I don't know. I, He's a piece of shit, dude. The guy that wrote the book uh, Gunslinger for him, his autobiography or his biography, um, he had like a a thread on Twitter about like, um, don't don't read this book. There's other authors who are, are great writers who have better books. Don't give this man any of your time. I'm truly sad that I even wrote this. He's like, he's a real motherfucker basically for doing he this. He said that. He said all that on Twitter. Yes. Politics thing. Yeah. He's like, I, it's I'll never defend thing. this I just, man. It's a political scandal. He didn't, I mean, he didn't know about the scandal, but once he heard about it, he okay, being the one who wrote a book with Favre about Favre was like, don't read this book. Don't give this man any attention. He is not a hero. He's a bad person. I feel like and he, it was gonna... like, scathing what he said the heroes of our childhood continue to fall for weird shit man that's some well 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 luckily i never had to cheer for far let's wrap it up we'll see what aaron Um, does in the next 20 years yeah after he goes to the vikings for two years in his uh twilight years oh my god why did i just get kind of excited um (laughs) for nfl mayo i've been aiden i'm luke And we will catch you next week. Hopefully, I will build off of my already sizable lead. Yeah, dude. How many picks are different this week? Only two different? Ah, fuck. Ah, yeah, here it goes. NFL and AI.